Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Backheeled Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and on today's episode, we're talking about U.S. soccer's hire for their sporting director position. On Tuesday, that's earlier today as we're recording, U.S. soccer announced Matt Crocker as the Federation's next sporting director. On today's show, we're going to talk about Crocker's background, what a sporting director does, why this hire matters, and what it means for the USMNT's coaching search. We're going to get through all of that in 10 minutes or less, because here on the Backheel Show, that's just what we do. So without any further ado, let's get to it and talk soccer. All right, so the place to start with any of this conversation around the sporting director role for U.S. soccer is to answer this pretty simple question. Why does it matter? What does a sporting director do? And I want to answer that second question pretty clearly and pretty succinctly because U.S. soccer was kind enough to give us some real info along with some nice buzzwords that sort of explain why this matters and what a sporting director does. So here's a quote from a U.S. soccer press release. As sporting director, Crocker will oversee U.S. soccer's entire sporting department, focusing on the men's and women's national team programs, youth national teams, and the extended national teams. Okay, we good so far? All right, good. Let's keep going. Crocker will be responsible for setting U.S. soccer's sporting vision, overseeing the performance of all national teams, implementing the technical development plan, developing sporting culture, philosophy, ensuring greater communication, and sharing of best practices. All right, we got all the buzzwords out of the way at the end there, clearly. There was, though, some real meat in there. The sporting director is the top of U.S. soccer's sporting pyramid, so at least part of Crocker's job will be setting the tone in terms of a tactical identity for the U.S.'s various national For Crocker in particular, given his background in England, which we'll get to in just a minute, there seems to be a big emphasis on youth development. He talked about that in the press conference that we were in earlier today. So that's a a brief, big picture overview as far as what the U.S. soccer sporting director does. Now, the question is, who is Matt Crocker? What makes him qualified to do this job? Why did he get it in the first place? Well, here's the background on Crocker. He's had a couple of relatively high-profile jobs in the soccer world. He was, at one point, the English Football Association's head of development teams and, at the moment, is acting as Southampton's director of football operations. He's leaving that role in the summer. On August 2nd, then, he will come and take this U.S. soccer sporting director job full-time. Crocker is 48 years old. He spent three seasons at Southampton overseeing the men's, women's, and youth programs at the Premier League Club. Before he had that job, he spent seven years with the English FA overseeing a bunch of their different youth national teams on the men's and women's side when they had some real success at the youth levels, including winning the U-17 and U-20 World Cups. He had a part to play in establishing England's style, along with Gareth Southgate, who's in charge now of the men's national team in England. He did something sort of similar to develop methodology at Southampton. He's had experience developing organizational cultures and organizational visions, which is a big part of the sporting director role for U.S. soccer. Now, Southampton has not been a terribly good Premier League team this season, but in general, this feels like a strong hire to me. Now, to insert my own opinion into all of this, Southampton developed a pretty successful pattern of bringing in players, developing them, and turning them into high-level professionals. They had some real success in the past, and England's youth national teams have had success as well. They've beaten the U.S. at youth levels. They have had more success at various World Cups in the past. Crocker was a part of that for both Southampton and for England. So in general, having someone with his pedigree seems like a strong hire. There's another factor here, which is that he's not been a part of the old boys club for U.S. soccer. Now, it's difficult to say how much that matters, but to me, it seems like having fresh perspective, 
someone who can come in and evaluate things in a more neutral way without having to worry about tripping on friendships and past relationships, that seems valuable to me as well. He's outside the sphere. He's had good experience both on the club side and on the international side. In general, Southampton fans seem to feel strongly and and positively about Crocker's time with the club. So all of those things mesh together, make this hire by U.S. soccer look relatively strong. And that's encouraging. So that's a beat on Matt Crocker's background. It's a beat on what the sporting director does. The last thing that I want to get to before tossing in a few miscellaneous bits and pieces from the press conference that Crocker did earlier today alongside Cindy Parlocone and JT Batson is I want to talk about what this hire means for the USMNT's managerial search. In their press release that U.S. Soccer released before the press conference today, they announced that despite the fact that Crocker won't join full-time with U.S. Soccer until August 2nd, he will, quote, immediately begin the process of hiring the head coach of the men's national team. Now, we didn't get a specific timeline on that process that differs from the timeline that Cindy Parlocone had given earlier on in the year. In general, it still seems like the horizon is looking like the end of the summer. With Anthony Hudson taking charge of the team through the Nations League and the Gold Cup, the U.S.'s two big summer tournaments. But there is a chance, and I don't know how big this chance is, there is a chance that if Crocker identifies the right candidate and they can make something work soon rather than later, it is possible that there might be someone in place sooner rather than later. But but either way, Matt Crocker will be a big part of making this decision. Even though we don't have a direct timeline, Crocker is going to be searching. Now, I asked Matt Crocker about what he wanted the USMNT's style of play to be right? You know, what he wants that to look like. And he tossed out some buzzwords that you would expect in a, in a press conference. It's difficult to answer a bunch of questions as they're coming at you on the fly. But in general, he talked about pressing high up the field without the ball, being aggressive, being comfortable, defending 1v1, most likely in the back. He talked about players being comfortable under pressure, being smart enough to see when there's moments where they have to hold on to the ball a bit and build and take the sting out of the game. That was a phrase he used to do all of that stuff tactically. So in terms of the next manager he's looking for, it didn't seem to me like he's looking for a press, press, press. We only want to play in transition, Jesse Marsh type of coach. It would seem like maybe he's looking for something more in the we'll keep the ball when we can. We'll keep the ball in the right moments, but we're also willing to go a bit more direct and be a little bit more vertical. He specifically mentioned Tim Weah's goal against Wales in the World Cup that came in a pretty direct transition kind of sequence. So it doesn't seem to me that he is incredibly dogmatic about how he wants to play. It's more we'll have the ball in some moments, we'll press in other moments, and we'll let our players do some of that dictating on the field because, you know, the U.S. does have some quality national team players at this point. Now, we've talked about style, we've talked about the men's national team open managerial position, we've talked about Crocker's background and and what he'll be doing as a sporting director. A couple of other notes, Crocker seemed to leave the door open to U.S. soccer leaving that men's national team GM position open. Brian McBride recently held that role, both he and Ernie Stewart have left U.S. soccer and the general consensus from around the U.S. soccer sphere is that the GM role wasn't really amounting to much between the men's national team manager and a sporting director. Maybe that position was redundant. It wouldn't surprise me if that is left open, given Crocker's comments earlier today. So this was the beginning of a, a quote from Crocker. He said, it's very, very difficult for me on day one to say, yes, we need a general manager talking about the men's side. He left the door open as well to somebody eventually taking that role, but I thought that was notable. We might see some restructuring of the sporting department at U.S. Soccer. Looking outside of the structure of U.S. Soccer, Matt Crocker was asked about a couple of different U.S. men's national team managerial candidates, specifically about Greg Berhalter and Jesse Marsh. Basically, in the answer, he said, quote, it would be unprofessional of me to talk about individual names, unquote. So we didn't get a lot of juice there, but still feels relevant specifically regarding Berhalter and Marsh. 
The last thing for me on this episode is regarding dual nationals, which has become a really big part of the international soccer landscape. The U.S. is currently in the Florin Balogun sweepstakes with England and, and other countries as well. That's a big deal for U.S. soccer, continuing to identify dual nationals like Balogun and Musa and Pepe and Dest. You can kind of go on and on. Cracker has experience, like we talked about earlier, on the national team side and the club side. He said, quote, the international landscape has become almost like a club environment that was an encouraging quote for me, specifically in regards to dual national. So I think if you're a U.S. men's national team, U.S. women's national team, extended national teams fan, and Crocker took care to highlight all of those programs, that's an encouraging comment about how important and valuable Crocker sees that dual national recruitment process being. We'll have more here on Backheel about Matt Crocker, his next steps as sporting director, and the eventual hire for the U.S. men's national team side as the year continues. For now, that is it for this episode of the Backyield Show. If you enjoyed, scroll up or down here in the Backyield Show feed or check out backyield.com and subscribe. We'll talk to you again soon. Backyield.